0: Hey, How what's we... up, Niblet? How hey, should... can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. I, I was talking and I was on mute. so Oh, uh... <laughs> so
1: it was you this week, not me.
0: Yes, I was started oh. to tell mute. So, uh, everyone, that's, well, I welcome to you to the DeFi discussions. And uh, for today's episode, we're going to do a little differently. We're not going to have a guest. It's going to be just me and Niblet. And we're going go, uh, to go from the shallow left hand, which is going to be a topic of ours, we're going to go with $1,000 portfolio, which is going to be an ongoing topic of ours as well. We will do uh, postcards from the edge, which will be another topic of ours. And hygiene, which is basic crypto security, basically the things you should all be doing every single day to really keep things going. And let's uh, kind of just, just start off with uh, how's everything with you? How's, there, how's the markets? How are how, how you feeling about the week and everything?
1: All right. Well, let me start off with, okay, see, like this. I almost sliced my thumb off because here's, here's some safety, safety tip. Pay attention when you're slicing an avocado. So I'm slicing Ooh. the avocado, you know, I'm trying to get the pit out and my, my mind is somewhere else and it slipped and just sliced right into my thumb. So, um, so, you know, play safe with avocados kids. They're not uh, <laughs> they're messed around with.
0: Um, oh
1: man. Anyway, it's no, crazy. so it was a fun week. Like we haven't seen, we haven't seen a week that's um, fun like this in, in quite a long time. So uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed watching watching things go things go up and things being dramatic uh, for a little while. Um, I, I, I heard your I heard it was a good week for you too.
0: Oh yeah, with Phantom and Canto, and it's it's been it's been it's been a lovely lovely week to say the least, it's been very nice. It's, I can't complain.
1: It's nice to get those once in a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially after the year that we had last year. I, mean, yeah, yeah. Every, I feel like every single week we were just getting beaten down, beaten down. It was never any good news, only bad, and it just feels like this this month has just been so uh, breathable. Like yeah. I, I feel like I can just breathe again. I know everyone says it's not gonna last or this disbelief or all that stuff, but to me, it was just it was just so nice to feel like why I'm still here, why am I yeah. still in this space? Like, well, it just it just made everything everything feel great. I mean. You know from january first to last you know last couple days it's been like almost a full double so that's, sure. been, that's been amazing
1: well i know like a lot of people are, are in here for the money that they can make to turn around a profit and that's that's fair i don't you know i don't begrudge them that but you know there's other people that are in this space because it's fun it's not just fun watching the numbers and seeing what's happened but it's it's fun to play with ideas and you know as long as there is interest and there's and there's positivity happening in the space you know you can see where the ideas go it can be it's such a drag when 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 folks are down so it's not just about i don't think it's just about the the making of the money i think it's just it's a lot about you know the energy and the engagement and the, the people who are doing stuff and uh, trying to make things happen and experiment with creating whole new forms of economics so it, it's it's good to see and it's it's it, it's nice to have the space get a little little juice um every it, once I mean, in a while it, you
0: are right it's not always about the money and the building but like a lot of the building is done behind the scenes and yeah you really only see things when it's done so being in the space like every single day like me and you are especially it's it just feels like the news just always was a punch in the face you know On thanksgiving yeah. people are saying oh how about your bitcoin and i was like oh yeah, yeah how about everything <laughs> no else as well like
1: <laughs> no doubt. No. Ever, every morning you get up and you crack open open twitter and like my my brain just goes all right what catastrophe is waiting for us this morning let's find <laughs> out and um, so no, it's I no, I shouldn't say it say it, it was that bad, but uh but no, it's been a it's been a nice uh it's been a nice refreshing week for
0: sure. Yeah, I mean in twenty twenty one I remember just like waking up in the middle of the night and checking and like seeing Bitcoin up for it was up 30, 30 like you know, up to thirty K and then forty K yeah, yeah. and fifty K. So every time you wake up, it was like, Oh wow. And then 2020, 2022, it's kind of just like oh, where's my phone? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like and then again this January, I mean, really felt like like I just remembered why I'm in the space, and yeah. yeah, like you're right, it's not about the money. But when when you see your portfolio, you know, almost double in a matter of yeah, a month, sure. it really shows you why. You're here. I mean, we're all here for financial freedom. We 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 all we all want to stop selling our time for money. I think that's the majority of the people that are here. That's why I'm here. I mean, I I love the stuff and I enjoy it daily. But at the end of the day, I'm here. I'm here so I don't have to sell my time for money anymore going forward.
1: Nice, nice, awesome. Well, speaking of not selling your time for money, we've got some ambitious um we got some ambitious segments um, for the show. Where it's it's almost like we're getting real or something. Gosh, yeah, we're gonna, I know,
0: man. It's it's, uh, we're, it's we're a gonna have to find, show now. Yeah, we're,
1: gonna have to, <laughs> we're gonna have to find some viewers or something to uh to watch us getting all serious, Shizzy. Yeah, man. All let's start it off.
0: Um Shallow Left Hand.
1: The shallow left hand. So and can you describe to uh, to just so people don't know what that is? Yeah, sure. So when you're looking at a chart. Um, for a given token, given project, or even in in traditional five, if you're looking at a chart, the left hand is all the stuff that that's the historic side of the chart. That's all the stuff that has happened. So the shallow left hand, those are new, fresh projects that that have just come out that don't have much over on the left hand side of the chart. And so those are the sort of like the the high risk, high promise uh, um, um, projects. So, you know, it would be good for, you know, once a week, we'll take a look at, uh, we'll pick one project um that's got a shallow left hand we'll take it apart we'll discuss it we'll see what happens you know what's yeah. what's the what kind of promises in there what kind of challenges what kind of risks what kind of benefits what's going on in, on on that project so every week we'll, we'll highlight um one project that's got a shallow left hand to it
0: um do you have a, an idea of which one you want to do this week
1: <laughs> you asked that's just such a softball shizzy because when we were talking we were talking this afternoon about it we both we both piped up with the exact same yep. token the exact same project at the same time. so uh, so shizzy, what is it what were we talking about?
0: all right let's kind of let me share my screen I am what is it I am g I I. am g n. Imagine, Imagine Generation AI. Let's bring that up. There we go. Let's find out. Okay, so it's at uh, $0.04, cents, and let's kind of see where it was the last 14 days. That That's really spectacular. Yeah. So yeah. right around, it looks like January 23rd, this thing was at .004 so it is what is that 10x
1: yeah it's it's done an order of magnitude um yeah you know last yesterday up until yesterday it's seven day growth was 1500 percent. and oh. so you know you, you could say well that's great guys you know there's thousands of coins and projects out there some of them are going to have this spectacular growth so let's get yeah. let's dig into a little bit about why you know what's what, yeah. what this is about so um imagine ai is um an AI project for producing um, AI um, images. So it's it's so it's sort of like Dolly that you'd find on OpenAI. They've got a specific. They seem to have a specific focus. Now you know I I only have about a week's worth of knowledge of the product, so it's it's fairly yeah. shallow. Um, but it seems like it's got a, definitely a, a an anime as you can see on the website. It's got an anime focus to it. But the idea yeah. is, and you can add the bots. So they have so they have two different bots that you can add to your Telegram or Discord channel. That you can then give commands to and it will produce uh it'll produce an image based on the commands that you give it so you could say something like um slash nai which is the name of one of the bots You could say slash nai photo um birthday cake and so it will then produce a birthday you know when i say produce what it does obviously is it goes through its um it's 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 what it has gathered from the internet, from internet images, what it has gathered birthday cakes look like. And it takes those and gives you sort of an amalgam of what those birthday cakes are, but it can produce photorealistic images. Um, and of course it can produce cartoon and illustrated, lots of different styles of images. But why has this one spiked so much? Well, for a couple of different reasons, first of all, is the hype around AI generally, but I believe secondly, this notion of being able to produce uh, a photorealistic content or even realistic content or even content people can have a hard time distinguishing from human generated content there's going to be a there's going to be a there already is there's going to be an enormous amount of work and interest and results coming from the space and so you know this particular project is is trying to be central to that space with a particular focus on anime for example um, and so i bring this one up simply Mostly, not because of its AI and image generated, but because of its focus on an existing marketplace. Um, Anime is a huge market already. There's a huge audience that already consumes anime and manga. And so this is sort of positioning itself in an existing marketplace to deliver something that um, is is new and fresh to the the, the market. So uh, apparently a few other people believe the same.
0: Oh, yeah, a lot of people. I think the chat GPT thing really, when, when that really took off, everyone really jumped on like headfirst in the most of the uh the AI generated coins. I mean the uh it re- it really took off if I can go to categories. Um uh, yeah I mean I think it was um uh let's see if I remember categories. You remember the names of the coins that really took off? I think it was um this oh. one
1: I wish I could. I wish I could. Jesse, you stumped me with that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they all just kind of really took off this week, coming from here. Yeah. We're certainly,
1: like, yeah, so. yeah. So, so we, like one of them. So, if you install the bot, they have two different bots. If you install the bots on yeah. your your Telegram or your Discord channels. Um, it gives you the anime uh, results. But um, if you purchase enough of their tokens, then you get an invite to their beta servers, and their beta servers allow you to produce photorealistic images. Um, and The photorealistic images, you can't install those directly on your own Discord and Telegram channels. You can only access them on their Discord and, and uh, Telegram channels. But that's fine. You can, still, you can still send it commands, and it will still produce uh, photorealistic images. That um, that in some cases, honestly, if you like, you really could not tell. Um, I the, I do find that the more I'm playing with it, the more the easier it is for me to look for and find um, anomalies that clearly indicate that something is is auto generated. You know, a couple of really obvious ones are fingers. The AIs just have a horrible time with fingers, so you end up with people like with you know seven fingers on one hand, or or yeah. fingers that are sort of are melted together. So it seems to have a problem with that particular um, detail uh, in people. Uh, yeah. But in any case, there, there's it's it's still it's still um, pretty darn impressive uh, what yeah. it can what it can produce. Obviously, go if go you're go looking, go. Hmm, sorry, go ahead. Go go. Go go. Okay, so um, because because what it's doing under the hood is it's consuming an enormous amount of images from around the internet and simply amalgamating those things. If you, the more you are looking for um, a more unusual or a more niche thing, the less data it's gonna have to work with and the yeah. lower the quality is gonna be. So if you're just looking for, let's say, you know, guy standing on a corner, um hamburger you know the sort of general thing it's gonna have an enormous amount of data to work from so if you think about it like this like um i I think of the analogy of of these ais as like djs right so a dj takes other people's music and mixes that music together to produce a new effect that did that none of those individual pieces has on their own but if the dj doesn't have a wide library of pull from That DJ is not going to be able, not going to do a very great, not, they're not going to do a great job and they're not going to be able to produce as unique an effect on the audience because they have less ingredient, fewer ingredients to work with. The AI is similar. The AI is not creating anything new. It's mashing up other people's work. And so it needs the bigger, the set that it has to work with, the better it'll be. Still the fingers suck. Uh, But still. (laughs) Big on the fingers. Big on the fingers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, but early, early days.
0: October 9th is when they did the pre-launch. They built the bot, proved the concept testing, website and socials launch, liquidity, liquidity raise and token launch. And then phase two was uh, post-launch, basically. Uh, community activation, base model enhancement, text-to-speech activation, upgrade tech stack, render quality, launch full suit of custom house, in-house modeling. And I think right now we're in phase three, which is the V2 build-out which basically means uh, first major partnership, uh, web app V1 live. Uh, it's this question mark, question mark. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, I love that on the uh, on the phase three pr- premium launch and then staking with Intel rev shared. I'm pretty sure we are in phase three right now. And then, f- or yeah, what's that phase three and then roadmap phase two. Okay, that was all something different. And then more uh, more major partnerships. So I think they're focusing and really doing just getting, I guess, getting partnerships with, I guess, Discord and maybe Twitter and things, things like that, because I think that would really work out pretty well.
1: So here's the really big thing for me. I'm like, my fundamental question for all projects is, is, is what's your utility? I care most about the utility. What does this thing do for people in the real world? And so yeah. when you look at projects like this, what is their utility? Well, they're producing content. So let's say, for example, you were you were creating a show, you were producing other static content, and you needed somebody. You needed that guy standing under a light post. Yeah. Are you going to pay somebody to take a photograph of a guy standing under a light post? Are you going to spend hours trolling through SmugMug and uh, you know Unsplash to try and find the perfect photo and get something that's sort of close, or will you drop a few dollars? in order to tell their ai to give you exactly the dude under a light post that you're looking for now how much is that worth to you and if the way you pay for that is by first buying their tokens now you've got you've got a real use case with real utility that delivers real value that somebody can say this is actually that output that you produce is worth x number of tokens of imagine ai tokens to me. And so when I look at this, if the AI, if that imagine token, if this token becomes the utility token on their in their project to get a, so for example, maybe they give away um, you know, small images like they're doing now for free. But if you want like an 8K image, if you want a motion image, if you want the kinds of the high quality that we, you would use in a commercial project, that costs. That costs some big dollars to get that. But those dollars are smaller than it would cost you to get that that image otherwise. It's it's a, that's a slam dunk in terms of utility. Yeah. It's a slam dunk in terms. You don't have to create a market that market already exists. It already identifies itself. So in any case, this is something, and I haven't looked into similar projects, but this one, this project feels really good to me, not because of anything to do with the AI or the image quality or the tokenomics or any of that. It strikes me as very powerful because they have a very direct and clear path to utility path to market path to earnings and and, and that that strikes me as being a, a really powerful story now there may be other players in the space that have a better story and a better path I'm just unaware of them this was just something that I came across uh, about the same time you did uh last yeah, week that
0: was pretty so. funny we were talking about that earlier we have, yeah. to have a question from uh, oh. Jessica uh it says it sounds like a weapon for producing content without the consent of a third party you can take someone's face and create content with Whatever you dream of sounds dangerous.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that's come up a few times in some of the discussions that I've been lurking on, which is, um, you know, if your AI does something that breaks that that plagiarizes somebody else's work, who's responsible? Is the AI responsible? Are you responsible? I mean, AI is
0: just code, right?
1: It's code, but you gave it the instruction, but you didn't tell it what to take from the data set. Um, and so, yeah, if it's using somebody, so if it's, if it's pulling from data out in the space and if it pulls too much from somebody else's yeah. existing work, or if it represents somebody and there's all kinds of other dangerous things. So if it becomes yeah. photorealistic, maybe but I. You're, you're
0: also choosing to post that. Like, so not everything needs to be like, you can generate it. Like, I think it needs to be like, have caution before posting anything or bring it to anyone's attention. You should really focus on what you're doing. And I think there should be consequences for using uh, some type of third third party situation. I mean, you, I mean, the worst comes the worst, maybe a cease and assist type of thing, where That's it doesn't have to be anything yeah. kind of major, just like, hey, maybe make that more regular in the space where maybe you get, you get fined, like a small type of fine or something, but it could add up if you keep doing it.
1: That's a really good point. I mean, you don't have to, if you've produced something using an AI, you don't have to release it. Just like you can think any thought in your own mind but you, don't you, don't, say it out loud. you don't have to say it out loud yeah but as soon as you do let it out into a public space you're now responsible for the consequences of what you say. Yeah. so yeah maybe it's the same thing here that uh yeah you still are responsible and so then and in, in addition to that you've not just got the the plagiarism side of things but producing content that is indistinguishable from reality or yeah. from a representation of reality you can now produce things that are lies that are outright lies Um, You know, you can you can prove somebody was in a place that they literally weren't in because your AI could do it. Now, how do you tell the difference? So, gosh, there's
0: There's, so many. I think with that, though, I think other AI type tools. I mean, I know ChatGPT just came out and released. They said they have a tool for plagiarizing for basically um, where you can go on and see if that was written by an AI. And that's something that they, they just produced, I think, this week
1: that's one of the arguments I, i've not arguments but that's one of the mitigating uh, cases i have heard is that as the technology to produce these things increases the technology to detect them also increases yes uh, yep. I, I also have a feeling that as we get used to these new products in our, in our lives then we start to become more sophisticated and we will start to recognize them. you know there's yeah. there's also like when movies first came out there's this I don't know if it's apocryphal a or, or real, but it, one of the very first films that was that was shown in a theater had a scene of a train coming toward the camera, yeah. and so the audience in the theater they saw the train coming toward the camera and they all ran out because they thought a real train was coming. Right? So <laughs> that would never happen today because yeah. we've developed the sophistication in in being able to read that text that we know exactly what it is, so mm-hmm. we we're able to understand you know what it is. Same same thing yeah. with. Um, you know, like the uh, the old radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. Um, are you familiar with this? Uh, Orson Welles uh, did a radio broadcast um, early 20th century, reading H. G. Wells's War of the Worlds, and people freaked out because they thought because he was doing it as a as a news broadcast, and people literally thought Martians had landed and were attacking the world. <laughs> this happens to this day in places around the world where they rebroadcast the same yes. thing, and people. So because people. Sometimes, if you're if you're not familiar enough with the artifact, it's easy to misinterpret it. And as you yeah. grow your sophistication around reading the artifacts, you can start to yeah. can start to interpret it. And I suspect it's the same with a lot of these AI. And it's kind
0: of like when when they went from horses to cars. Like I'm like cars were probably was probably looked ridiculous. Like oh, that's a murder <laughs> weapon. But <laughs> then after a while, we created streets and stop signs and stoplights. And I think that's the same thing that we have to do with AI. Yep. We have to create the stop signs, the the you know the basically i hate the word regulation but we need we're going to have to have regulation with, with especially with that type of type of things of what you can and can't do basically just to monetize i think you should be able to do anything in, in the privacy of your own home but um if you're going to try to monetize it or post it without someone's permission then then i think you know maybe some some consequences are necessary
1: for sure you know like you hear a lot of a lot of well, there's a lot of chatter about regulation and you know you know the, the libertarians versus you know the rest of the world. I don't hear a lot of people complaining about red lights at an intersection. Like, you know, there's clearly a certain level of regulation that we can all agree is necessary for the the, the smooth functioning of a system. And so... Yeah, this is one of the cases. Now, what should be the red lights here? Gosh, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the answers are, and I suspect there's a lot of very sticky problems, just yeah. like here. Well, uh, you I'm know,
0: sure back when the, the cars came out, they, they, had, they were probably like, red lights won't work, stop signs won't work, no one's going to pay attention to that, and then eventually people do, and I think that's the same thing that has to have, here in this sure, sure, well.
1: sure. And you know, without the consent of third parties, again, yes, um, you know, your the things you produce. Is that and should that be consumable by by AI so that they can produce things based on it? It is the same question that came up um, with sampling uh, music. You yes. know, um, yep. should samples be allowed? Should the Beastie Boys be allowed to sample old old funk records uh, and get away with it? And the courts came down. With, you know, yeah, actually, um, the, the Beasties were producing uh, something new. But using now, of course, they they there were there are limits. You know, you can't just sample yeah. a full thing. There's you know time limit. You know, there's all these limits on what is a sample versus what is just outright, uh, outright stealing. So anyway, a lot of sticky issues to resolve here.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's Go get ahead. into our our next thing. Do you, um you have anything else to say about that? Yeah.
1: Or? Yeah. Yeah. One last thing. What a dumb thing to say. There's a lot of sticky issues. Like how obvious. Like <laughs> did that really need to be said? Did I really need to use those words? No. No.
0: I, I get what you're saying because I mean it is kind of it is kind of true. There's a lot of things that we still have to work out
1: and i yeah. think that's kind of like what you meant by that so but obviously so i'm get, I'll, I'll try not to say so much obvious nonsense <laughs> all, right, all right that so, was it that was it our first our first shallow dive
0: that was yeah that was awesome <laughs> definitely what uh, that was pretty cool though we we both uh, in, in the in the pre-show we both were just like there's this one called i am jade you're like oh wow <laughs> that's what it was so there that is was, a really cool.
1: there is an enormous amount of buzz around this yeah project yeah. and i will and i will say also as i've been following their discord they are working hard so just about two days ago it was literally taking hours for the algorithm or for the for the ai to produce something and they've just been upgrading their their hardware and it's now taking minutes um sometimes seconds to produce yeah. produce results so they're they're actively uh working that said getting feedback from them in the in the channels mm, you, you you may not hear from them
0: I mean they are devs and yeah. I hear devs just smoke cigarettes and drink beer and code. So I can't really <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I hear anyway. I don't know how true it is, but yeah, all right. So our next thing we're gonna do a um thousand dollar portfolio. I'm actually really excited about this. So basically what it is going to be is uh today me and Nimblets we will be conducting we'll be putting together a portfolio. We will each be giving five hundred dollars to make a thousand dollar portfolio, then every week we will be given a hundred dollars to add to the, to the portfolio. We can also sell, uh, take profit or cut the loss and kind of keep this going. We want to keep this going for potentially a few years. That'll be really cool. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to get started. And uh, when we have guests on, me and Niblets will bite the bullet. We we'll each get 25 and we'll give the guests 50. And uh, we'll kind of see, kind of scramble it up a little bit and we'll leave their coins in there. and. Uh, just keep going with it. It should be really fun and a uh, really cool concept.
1: Yeah, I'm psyched to see what uh, what with what, what the guests like when the guests are actually given a yeah. you know a fake fifty dollars, but when they're given an actual thing that we're going to enter into something. I'm I, I'm curious to see how the the concreteness of that might change uh, how they think about uh, how they want to allocate their their fantasy fifty dollars. Yeah, portfolio. So, but we don't have a guest this week, so um, it'll just
0: be me and you. <laughs>
1: it's, just, it's, just, it's just us, the 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 Genesis tokens. All right, so
0: I'll, um, I'll let you go first. Um, what is your first of your five hundred dollars? How much? Uh, what, are, what are you buying? What are you buying? What's the first coin going you're, in you're, the portfolio? You're gonna you're yeah. gonna put
1: me on. You're gonna put me on the spot like this right now. Your uh, first, man. Yeah, no, this is so okay. Um. So my first right now is I'm gonna put half of it. So so uh, twenty five dollars. I'm gonna put half of it onto uh, Imagine IMGN, I okay. please. Now I d- I feel a little Thank bit you. of um, uh, urgency around that one. So obviously yeah. I'm gonna put a little bit on some of the other more um, uh, more establishment projects yeah. a little bit down the road i don't think those prices are going to move too much over the next couple of weeks yeah. so i'll do those later but for now i think there's going to be some movement on here and i'm just going to hope that uh, uh the movement is up
0: all right let's add it uh, at new coin img and you only want to go 25
1: i'm gonna go 25 because i got something else for the other 25.
0: well no we actually have 500.
1: oh goodness then you know what it yeah. 250 please okay
0: Wow, you're putting two fifty on it. Yeah.
1: Oh wow. Wait, sorry. Did you use the token IMG? Because it's yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's at four cents. And uh, yeah. Bring up our calculator. Where are you? There you are. So let's do the math here real quick. Uh, point four zero. Uh, um, what was it? Two fifty. 250 divided by, oh, oh. so we're buying 6,250 coins. I, is that right? It don't sound right.
1: Good enough. We'll take it. Let's see how. Let's see what it turns out to be.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I don't think that's right. So, yeah. I wish there was a way to just put the, the dollar amount in here. but There is not.
1: Yeah, that's just, that's an output field, huh?
0: Yeah, so just go with um a thousand. So what is that? Forty. Okay, two hundred thousand. I guess it was right. All right. So what was that number? So, is it uh, 250 divided by 0.040? 6,000, Okay, so we have 5,000. So, another 250. All right. Which will give us our first coin in the portfolio. All right. Uh, we'll, just give, we'll just give you the five bucks there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, All right. So, okay. so the next one I'll take is uh, magic. Okay. Just like it's spelled.
0: And uh, what, do you, what do you add into magic?
1: magic? 110 magics, please.
0: You said $110 $110 magic. It's just 110
1: magic. So I, I did the math That's probably the... check yeah, it out. Okay, cool.
0: Yep. All right. So we you put $209 into magic.
1: Okay, so I've all got right. what do we got left here then? $50, $50. So yep, way, yep. all right. So let's see here. $50. Um, I'm gonna I'd like to drop $50 into a uh, Phantom, please. Phantom.
0: at an FTM.
1: Yep. Yeah. And how many Phantom is that? Uh, 50. What is, what's Phantom at now? 60, 60 cents? Yeah. So that's what, like 100 Phantom-ish? 90, 80 Phantom? Let's go 90 Phantom.
0: 55. The end. Yeah. All right. Sound, sounds good to me.
1: All right. All that's right. it. You're up. <laughs> so
0: I have uh I have a few now. So I'm gonna add this is probably my favorite coin right now. It's called iPor, I P O R. Yeah. And uh they are doing something pretty cool. I'll actually bring them up so we can talk about them for a second. And this is a coin that also did like a, a 3X over the course of the month. Um it, I was actually buying this uh, at $1.80 down here. And then we just went all the way up to about, about $6 I think I hit today. Yeah. Wow. So I got really lucky with this. I, uh, I, I thought I was gonna get the airdrop. So I, back in December, um, Brad actually had these on DeFi lunch. Uh, back in December, I, um, I put like, like 50 bucks into the protocol. And i just kept it there hoping i'll get the airdrop but if i'll just put 50 more dollars i would have gotten the airdrop because oh, the, the deadline was 100 so i did yeah. not get the airdrop but i immediately as soon as the coin launched i, I jumped on it i got this for a dollar 80 and right now it is at six dollars but look at this market cap this market cap this thing is a baby it's uh market cap market cap right here seven million dollars market cap and That's-
1: Interesting. So what, what's your, what's the scale on the, the chart that you're looking at? Was that like a, was that a three month?
0: Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's actually just came out in December or January.
1: No, but the, the what's came the scale on your chart? You're looking at the 90 days, so three months, or was that the one uh, month?
0: Right now it's a 30 day, the 30 day uh, okay,
1: right now. Okay. Uh, 30. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised, I'm surprised that chart isn't more volatile with such a small market cap because you know, e- even single trades, um, you know, have a chance of, of moving things. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I've uh, ask you more about that. I'm. I, I want to know more about. I don't know anything about ipor so I want to know more about it. Okay. All right. So we'll just jump over here.
0: ipor Because I, I I know what it is, but I don't want to say it wrong. Just <laughs> we are on All it. Right. So basically, it's the heartbeat of DeFi, and basically, it's a it's a stable. It trades stable coins in the contract i was reading it right here my poor labs iport index derivatives products are initially began developed by iport labs so yeah it's uh if you go into the dap really get a good idea So it just has poles, stable stablecoin type things, liquidity mining, the normal stuff. Oh,
1: so, did, no. it, did it say you're able to um, produce or create your own derivatives? Yes. So, interesting. Let me find where I had that real quick. Sorry.
0: And then. Over,
1: so that, that that does set up um, a potential... Right, so I, sorry. I have it here. Oh, yeah. Go
0: ahead. It's uh, IPOR. the IPOR. The inner protocol overblock rate is the heartbeat of the DeFi credit markets. It is the first attempt in DeFi to establish yield curve representing the average cost of borrowing in the DeFi without information published on chain by large credit market protocols in DeFi, Aave and Compound. The IPOR protocol consists of two main parts, a benchmark interest rate of DeFi currently available for ust and usdc and die uh, these are calculated and published on chain are public goods for the ethereum ecosystem it's a suite of interest rate derivatives dexes that quote rates for 28-day interest rate swaps for above markets the ipor index currently there are these ipor rates for usdc and usdt which have a, uh, essentially Different rate behavior and iPort ETH rate is all, is on the horizon. These are these are all currently spot rates as there is really no yield curve in DeFi for the lack of the yield curve presents the index with a huge market opportunity. So basically it's uh it's derivatives for US USDC and USD.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. All, all
0: right. right. Yeah.
1: Hey, I've got my calculator open. So if you want, so it's six dollars and twenty-three cents her yeah and i'm gonna so, put a uh,
0: hundred dollars into this one
1: you know that makes the math easy yeah
0: so so what is that
1: Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, so you're going to put $100 divided by 623. So you're about 16, 16.
0: Um... All right. All right. So then the next one I'm going to be putting into is called Dust. And have you heard of um, the D-Guides over on Solana? No. D-Guides is the NFT project and there's another thing called Utes. Well, this <laughs> is basically, and they, they're, they're actually, um, this is not the one. Uh they they basically you know how they um uh the board ape yacht club and they where they have the ape coin. Well this uh, is basically the uh the D gods and Utes version of, of that. And this is gonna power their ecosystem. Uh when you when you burn a Ute or when you burn a D god, you'll be rewarded in the Dust token.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Dust. And then it's called the Dust Protocol and it is right now this is not the right one here it is one dollar and 75 cents and I'm going to put another hundred into this
1: all right so that would be 57 tokens
0: 57 dust tokens All right. Where are you? That's You said 57, correct? That is it. And how much do I have left now? Would I have another you got, 300? You have
1: 300 to go. Wow.
0: Okay. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and then I did have this written down. Okay. My next one is uh, Vulcan Forge. They are a Gaming, the ticker is PYR. They do a lot of like they're they're a lot of uh metaverse type gaming and stuff. There, and you know, a lot, lot of a lot of the projects in the metaverse they uh they really um they focus on one game while mm-hmm. Vulcan Forge they focus on many games, they want to be the studio and they're yep. constantly buying other studios and things like that. Four dollars and 14 cents. I'm gonna put another hundred can do the math. Okay. For me?
1: All right, so that gives you 24 tokens
0: all right and then my next one will be uh let's see oh glimmer the moonbeam uh right. token and moonbeam is basically a uh layer one on top of polka dots layer zero and to me, it is the uh, Las Vegas of uh, basically to Los Angeles. Like if you're back in the, in the in the day when you were headed to California, Los Angeles, you stopped in Vegas, and that's what Vegas really became. I feel like it's the first stop shop for all Cosmo type projects to get the mm-hmm. Moonbeam. You'll, I mean, to get to Polkadot, you'll go through Moonbeam, go through and that's why I'm very high on that token. All right. And
1: then, uh, all right. How many? How many are you looking to spend there?
0: Uh, just do another hundred. Another hundred. hundred. All right. All right, and that is how many?
1: Uh, I don't have the price on Glimmer yet.
0: Oh, Glimmer is priced at uh, Moonbeam. 48 cents. 48.8. 48.8.
1: 8. So that gives you 205. All right. All right, and your last last pick.
0: All right, then I'm gonna go with, uh, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Pluto, Pluto Dell, PLS. I was actually just looking at this 20% today. Well, wow. all right, we'll go Pluto Dell. All
1: right, that'll give you 170.
0: 170. Add new coin, BLS. All right, we have our first thousand-dollar portfolio.
1: Awesome, awesome. All right, well, so, I guess every week we'll check in and see how yep. uh, how we're doing.
0: Starting balance is one thousand eighteen dollars. That's what we put in today. And let's let's just go over what we have. We have um, PYR uh, Vulcan Forged. We have uh, exactly $99 into that. We have Pluto Dale, um, which is uh, $101. We have Glimmer Moonbeam, which we have $100. Magic, which we have $208. Uh, iPore, which we have $99.7. Imagine Generation AI, which we have $254, which is our number one coin right now. And we have Phantom, which we have fifty-five dollars, and Dust Protocol, which we have one hundred dollars. All right. So this should be this should be fun. We're going to keep looking, and like every week, we'll add another fifty, and we'll we'll keep going from there. And uh, none none of this is financial advice. These are just us playing around here. So.
1: Yes, it's our version of fantasy football but the projects.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to our um, our next thing, which I think we should do is uh, is hygiene.
1: Yeah. That's pretty uh, important. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. So, it, so I brought this up earlier today simply because, um, I, I tripped over an issue that I was unaware of before. And, and that was just simply when you, when you sign contracts with, diff, with with various projects, um, it can be really important to go and close those. And you may not be aware of all of the things you've signed and left open. And so there's a couple features on, um, on, on sites like uh, um, Etherscan or uh, Snowscan, or they're, they're beta features right now. Um, and what they allow you to do is you put in your uh, your wallet address, um, you click on, um, for Etherscan, you click on the more button, then under tools, there's something called token approvals. And that screen will then show you all the approvals that, that have been have been signed for that particular wallet address. And that can reveal to you all of the things that you're sort of leaving open um, out there on the space to remind you that maybe you should close some of those that you don't wanna leave open anymore. Um, on on the page two, you can also um, verify that you do own that particular wallet address and it will allow you to close those. You can only view it until you until you validate your, your ownership. Um, but in any case, uh, the idea of leaving things open um that's very poor hygiene that does leave you potentially exposed and especially over a long period of time and lots of trades transactions things maybe that you sign that you you know on a given nft project that you sort of forget about and it's easy to sort of leave a lot of little vectors um that could potentially be used in the future um to drain your wallet maybe you've only left like five dollars or maybe just an nft that's worthless or maybe it might not be but the idea here is um how important it is to not just go into MetaMask and disconnect from a project that you're no longer interacting with, but to actually go on chain and cancel that approval there as well to make sure that you've you've broken the connection. Just keep things uh just keep things clean. You don't want to wake up one day and you know be that guy that Brad and Joe talk about, you know, getting drained. Uh, yeah. And you should have known better.
0: For like hot wallets, what would you say would be like the max amount of money you would keep in a hot wallet? Meaning not cold storage, meaning not hardware, meaning basically on your phone or on your MetaMask or or your Coinbase wallet or et cetera.
1: Goodness. I mean.
0: You can do a percentage as well.
1: Yeah, that's a really, that's a really hard, hard question to answer, right? Because, you know, how much effort do you want to put into and how much do you want to remember, you know, which hot wallet, what your passwords are, et cetera, et cetera, all the work that needs to be done versus how much is at risk. So, for example, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, you you got a call you got a bunch of Bitcoin in cold storage, um, you know maybe you have one wallet that has a lot of bitcoin in it for example um because it's air gapped almost all the time you very rarely interact with any other uh, smart contracts that are with any contracts of any kind that are out there so you know that doesn't make any sense but you know i gosh you know maybe a few hundred dollars maybe a few low few thousand dollars for sort of like high risk things because you want enough liquidity that you can play with, or you can react to things. Or if you're in GameFi, you know, yeah. you can drop, you can buy something that's come up. Or if you're an NFT trader, you got to catch that 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 NFT, you know, as it's cheap, couple thousand, low thousands of dollars. Gosh, I'm just thinking, it would be. I wonder how I'd feel if I had like six figures on a given wall. That would make me super yeah. nervous. I don't yeah. know. I'd, I'd think you know, forty to fifty k, and then I, I personally would start to get really nervous about having that yeah. spot.
0: Well, unless you have it staked as well. Like, say if, like, say I have a um, a huge amount of uh, atom on the Kepler wallet. If I lock it in the staking protocol on on the the, the atom the atom network, then I, I'd feel a little bit more secure about keeping it in a, in a hot wallet. Obviously, you can put that in a cold wallet as well. But with sometimes with the the hot the hot wallets, you get the, the airdrops for different chains like Juno and, and and things like that. So it sometimes it's it's worth keeping it on a Kepler. But you're gonna lock it in to you know, stake it so when you unstake it you have to wait the 21 days which might be a good idea as well
1: yeah but like you know like th- this introduces all sorts of other very common security problems uh analog security problems that, that are found elsewhere for example you know the more um, authentications you have and have to remember and the more complex those authentications are the more you're going to rely on weak analog methods like yeah. scribbling things down on a sticky note writing things down you know writing your password on a, on a piece of paper near your near your computer so you know you harden one leg of of the overall chain but that produces a much weaker link in a chain elsewhere so yeah. you know you got to kind of balance these things out um you know how much is how much is too much yeah, honestly if, if you've got too many wallets um, with a lot of money on them, then you know, you've got a pretty good problem to solve. You're, 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 you're in a pro, you're, you've got a problem a lot of people would like to have to solve. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but in any case, yeah, I, I... <laughs> the, the, the problem here is try to close off. I didn't realize how exposed I was when I started looking at, 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 yeah. at how many. You can just grab random public wallet IDs and take a look and see how exposed they are. And uh, you know it's it's surprising how how exposed some people
0: can. Be. And you said basically you go to EtherScan. Yeah. And and then can you uh, walk us through that verbally?
1: Yeah. Let me see if I can. I've never shared my screen before, so let me see if I can present. Uh, let's see if I can share this screen. Screen tips. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see what this this one called. This is my EtherScan screen.
0: So basically, what EtherScan is, it's just a basically you take your wallet address, you take it to EtherScan, and you can, you can paste it in there, and it will tell you basically everything inside that wallet. Which is why blockchain is basically uh, you can basically see anything in a blockchain, all transactions. It's so transparent, and and that is why like the government is afraid of it because it's transparent. You know, if we, they send a billion dollars to Russia, we will be able to see it. So I think that's the reason, another reason why I don't think they will
1: ever. All right. Uh, transparency. So I'm sharing my screen. Can you see it now? Yep. I have oh. the screen right now. There we go. All right. Good. Okay. So on EtherScan, you just go up to, up to more here in the upper right hand corner. Okay. Okay. Then you look, then you look under tools and you can okay. see here called token approvals. Uh, and it's got a little beta flag on it right now. So click on token approvals. That'll bring you to the page where you can drop in a public. And this, I just grabbed this uh, address um, off Google. Okay. And so you can click on it, and now it'll show you. Here's all of your, all of your approved. Is that
0: doggy you <laughs> What's that? Doggy Eno?
1: Is that one of the assets?
0: <laughs> doji <Doggy> Eno. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this I'm person doing... is gen, man. Yeah. No <laughs>
1: Yeah, this, this this guy, this individual has some pretty high risk. Oh, he likes he or she likes the dogs. So uh, good.
0: <laughs> like all the dogs. Yep.
1: Awesome, awesome. Anyway, so you can see all the all the approved ERC twenty. Um, uh, uh, contracts. And so if you're not, if you have these and you're not using them, then it is a really good idea. Revoke them, revoke them, close some of these vectors down. And, you know, for the, uh, for the NFT traders, et cetera, et cetera. So you can take a look at the, you know, the ERC 721s, Uh, this, this, this um, address doesn't have any, but you will be able to see these, these two. So this gives you some view into um, some of the vectors that, that you might be leaving open. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's great to lock your screen door, but honestly, that's not enough, you know, lock, lock your, lock your big doors yeah. too. Um, so anyway, uh, it's the, I, so I, 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 I actually looked, didn't know that. Yeah, and, and neither did I until, until somebody brought it up to me and I'm like, oh, I should check this out. Um, and then I did the same thing on Avalanche as well. Um, on Snowtrace. And yeah it's the same you guys got to more tools, yeah. uh, token approvals. and I didn't look on any of the other other chains, but uh, I'd be surprised if if they were lacking this feature as well. So um, yeah, so you know that's that's how to do it. It's easy. Um, some people will go to uh, what's it called uh, revoke dot Um I haven't done that because um, being a little paranoid, I'm not uh, yeah. uh, I'm not willing if i if I'm paranoid enough to close these, I'm probably also paranoid enough to not want to use a third party to close. Yeah, the Connecting
0: your wallet to a third party, especially with EtherScan being, you know,
1: it's very, yeah. you know, very it's right, right here. there. It's right here. It's easy. So, um, yeah. So, you know, um, good hygiene. I raised this because I thought I was being careful. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I learned that I wasn't being careful enough.
0: Well, speaking of careful, what, what is your favorite hardware wallet? Are you just a ledger guy or if you had a choice, if you had to buy a brand new one tomorrow, which, which one you buy?
1: Uh, okay. So this is okay. We're going to turn this and we're, we're getting near, near our hour. So um, yeah. this is a question that I'm going to turn to you maybe next week, uh, because right. I know you've got a lot of, of, of insights in the hardware wallets. My, yes. my thing about hardware wallets is I prefer treasure, Trezor. Right. And the reason is for one really simple. and I know that ledger is, is better on a, on a lot of metrics, but I like one simple thing uh, yeah. is for the, the, the pin So when you enter, when you enter in your pin, I like how it scrambles your pin on the device, and then you enter in the location of where those numbers are on, on the, on the page. And so I find that's a really, and it's really easy to read. And I find it's a really easy mechanism to just give you a little extra. If somebody notices what pattern you entered in, that won't help them next time.
0: Yes.
1: Um, And so it's really easy to do. And it doesn't require a lot of tapping on the device itself. So that, I know that may not be a really good reason to prefer one versus the other, but I really like that feature. I tried Ledger. That's really cool. And I I just preferred that one feature, that one security feature on Treasure.
0: One thing about the the, the uh, ledgers ledger is like I have a few and uh, I think I'm super smart, so I, I put a different a different code every single time and I never know which one is which and it's always a mess. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> that's one thing that, that's why I think it's good to have one treasure because you don't really forget it and it's kind of different login and then you get your, your ledger and then like I also have a, a Bitbox 2 Bitcoin only and like there's some of, there's some of my favorites those three right there. So
1: yeah, it can be really helpful if especially if you're keeping things segregated, like you have, you know, maybe, maybe you've got like all your game GameFi on one yeah. device, and then maybe you have all your DeFi on another, and maybe you've got like yeah. your long-term cold storage on a different, different colors, different manufacturers. Yeah. So it's really clear. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, with your remotes, you know, if you have, you know, your, your different remotes, it's very clear which remote to go to for your TV yeah. or your, or your stereo. And I know some people like to have the unified remotes, but I, I, I find it's, I'm just maybe I'm just old. I just prefer to have <laughs> you know, that one remote works that one thing, and we're good.
0: It does get annoying though when you can't find the one you need. And then, you
1: know, <laughs> like, oh no! Yeah, especially especially if that one's got your Bitcoin uh, long term long term. Yeah, story. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, for keep sure, that sure. secret.
0: All right, so our final thing, uh, we're gonna go with uh, postcards from the edge. This is another one of yours. Do you want to explain what this is?
1: All right, so this relates to magic. So I put magic on, on my thing because um, you know, we were speaking with Don a couple of weeks ago. I, I knew nothing about game five and, and I wasn't really interested. It wasn't something I was I was all that curious about. And then he started talking, and I'm like, you know what? Look, maybe there's something interesting in here, maybe there's something worth worth checking out. And so um, I asked me a few more questions about you know what I should start with, what would be good things to, to learn from. And he's like, okay, you know, uh, go to treasure.lol, get yourself some magic, check out some of the games that are there. Um, so I, so I just got started with, with this. So, you know, I bought, bought some magic and, um, you know, in retrospect, what I should have done is I should have just left the magic in the wallet and not spent any of it on the <laughs> game because it, it doubled in the meantime. Uh, but anyway, so I, I bought, um, you know, I bought some NFTs, um, his he heroes and some of the games. I tried a couple of the games. Um, what was your opinion on the games? Uh, d- deeply underwhelmed by okay. by game it's uh I get, it's, some of the games seem like they're just sort of skins layered on top of yield farming um yeah. but at a much slower pace and dependent yeah. on owning and holding nfts as opposed to staking or or or, or liquidity pooling or single state you know as opposed to some of the other dynamics that in DeFi more happens more quickly and it's more interesting so you know as you show up like every day if you're yield farming liquidity pools you know watching and 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 managing your impermanent loss and you know checking out you know where the different tokens are going you know should you should you compound should you how much should you be taking there's a lot more dynamics that are actually more gamified in d5 than i found at least in treasure at least my experience here in treasure where it's really really slow in terms of how the game mechanics progress the documentation is horrible so it's really hard to even know what's happening or why any of it's happening um the games are you know they're your typical sort of cliched fantasies which i guess is okay but that's not really you know it doesn't really excite me a whole lot so yeah. it's okay uh, maybe there's going to be a, a, an interesting future as the game mechanics and the DeFi mechanics sort of revolve around each other and influence each other. But as it stands right now, I remain pretty underwhelmed. That is only after a week of experimentation. Yeah. So you know that could that could very well change. But I yeah. mean,
0: it, it's it's hard to get in this stuff when when like the thing we want is World of Warcraft with NFC. Right? Yeah, we want to go around. We want to basically like break down the tree and get that tree NFT, yeah. and we want to go sell it to someone who needs that tree to build something. That. Right? Yeah, that's basically what we want. But we get, we're we're given
1: 1992 games with some yield farming of right? You know, so, it's it's funny you say 1992 games because that's exactly it. So way back, did you ever do any work on BBSs on like old school no, BBSs? Okay, so for so for the kids in the audience, meaning anybody younger than like 50, uh, we we'll have <laughs> no clue. So way back in the day, um. The internet for a lot of people was you would have a computer with a modem attached and you'd connect it up to your phone line and you would call somebody else's computer direct point to point across the telephone network. So it would tie up your phone and it would be talking in that weird sort of you know noise language back and forth between these two computers, and each computer could only talk to each other. That was it. And yeah. so, and so you'd call up to the computer it would have BBS stands for Bulletin board system. So it would have BBS software that would receive your transmissions. And it had sort of like a menu of things you could do. And there would often be an area for games. Mm -hmm. And there would be a number of sort of standard games that would come with a lot of these BBS um, applications. And you could get these BBSs, um, you know, a lot of them were freeware or what was called shareware. Um, You'd install them and run this thing. Anyway, a number of these games, they would be like sort of like text-based fantasy games. But but because the way a BBS worked, meaning it was only point to point and it tied up a phone line and nobody else could access while one person was on, they the games would time out, meaning you could only do five moves or you could only play for 10 minutes before you sort of exhausted, or you would get a certain number of tokens which you could use to make a certain amount of actions in the game space. And it'd be done for the day and then you'd have to log off and somebody else would come yeah. So it was a way to sort of triage um, the connections in the in world where the internet was really point to point. Yeah. Um, but I can see those exact same dynamics happening here in GameFi, where they will titrate how much gameplay you can do, whether it's based on time, whether it's based on credits, or whether it's based on actions. And then you let it sit, and then you come back the next day and you do. And so it's the exact same dynamics as 1992 yeah. on these BBSs and what was fun back then on a 386 at 2400 baud, and 2400 baud, just to give you an idea it could take you hours to download one low-res picture um wow. like it what was fun back then eh, not sure it, it's quite as fun yeah. um as it is today so anyway there that's you know I, I like to give joe a hard time about you know being joe at aol because you know he's been around <laughs> since, since way back then that's my that's my Joe at AL a moment is to talk about so, uh, PBS. H- how
0: long do you do you think I mean, obviously like we're you know, we're the games right now and like Grand Theft auto and stuff and what worker they're so advanced. How many years do you think it's gonna take until like these developers really get the grasp of this gamified stuff and get us to where we're at now? Do, are we gonna like are we are we twenty years away? I don't are we know, ten years away.
1: I wonder if the developers from the the Web three end are going to be the ones like it's sort of like the it's sort of like the channel right like you had folks yeah. starting from England and Spark starting from France and hopefully they meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I, I wonder if the, the 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 Web three side is yeah. going to get very far. Yeah. I suspect it's the game side that's going to go further. It's going to be the World of Warcraft that adds a Web three layer, as opposed yep. to a Web three dev project that adds Making a World it, of Warcraft layer. Gotcha. Like it's kind. So go ahead.
0: That's kind of like what I was thinking. So it's like, it's crazy that like like Pokemon isn't in here. Cause you could you imagine them putting out their 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 cards like their Pokemon cards as NFTs and you get like the rare the, the rare Pikachu and it's it's already a game and you just basically you buy a pack, you get the cards and like, you can battle each other. Like why aren't they here? They, it, it, that, that's so much money yeah. sitting there waiting for them and they can just come and just take it whenever they want. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. I really hope they're building and like stuff like, like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and these card games, no but I really don't need many, much graphics, it's just card versus card with probably some pretty simple code compared to what, with, what they're doing on a day to day. And well, they've for, got,
1: for... So go ahead. No, go ahead. So they've got the hard side done. like, Pokemon yeah. Go, like they've got, they've got the they've got the augmented reality, like they have the hard side, and the hard side is almost always the side with the humans on it. You know what's yeah. fun or engaging for the human. Mm-hmm. The Web three side, uh, that's like honestly, that is there's there's comp there's complexity there, but it's honestly trivial compared to the amount of of effort and work that it takes to yeah. engage large masses of humans and 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 drive their engagement. Um, in a game space. So that side, there are so many studios and shops that already own that. Mm -hmm. And then taking what is essentially decentralized, often open source, widely discussed like it's also much easier to take the web 3 yeah. and apply it in a different case because of the nature of web 3 the stuff was created to be used that way the game yeah. aside was not created necessarily to be applied in that way quite as easily yeah you could use the unreal engine or unity or you know those other things but but it's it's still as as a whole it really isn't it really wasn't conceived of and built to be as reusable and decomposable as yeah. as the Web three side, so I just I just see the game side having a much easier time of taking that tunnel further than than this side. And from what I've seen, the little tiny bit that I've seen is eh, like I said, underwhelming. So I'm I, yeah yeah. And my
0: and my biggest fear too is like them coming to the space and and basically wanting to be centralized, like kind of like how have you, have you seen NBA Top Shop or or Candy Candy did digital? Basically, you get these NFTs on their on their site and you can't do anything with them they yeah. stay on that site you can purchase them but if candy digital goes down or nba top shot goes down dapper labs goes down then you the nfts are gone like yeah. it's not like where i can take my nft put it in my hardware wallet put it on OpenSea, and then send it like my biggest fear is the is centralization coming here and then being yeah. like oh we have nfts no you don't have nfts you you yeah. don't have the decentralized version of nft yeah you have a non-fungible token but you don't have the the core the the reason why we're all here you basically just took your 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 system and said hey this is what I'm going to give you nothing, nothing 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 more nothing less
1: yeah you don't have an NFT what you have is essentially a coupon it's basically like, it, it's yeah. like getting a coupon at Starbucks like that coupon with this with the serial number on the bottom is non fungible it's got the serial number yeah. but it can only be used in Starbucks you haven't got money uh, yep. so you know like great you know it's nice I guess but it's yeah. it's still it's still not money.
0: Yeah, like um, I, I want to take it to, to, to Walmart and, and, yeah. and return it there. I don't want to go take it to Starbucks. I want to yeah. I want to be I want to I want something that I can I can use anywhere and it has value anywhere, not just in their centralized kind of like bullshit.
1: So. But now let, let me take the flip side argument to that, the exact opposite. So when we're talking about game five, we have a case where the projects are built on inherent utility, right? Because the game space itself is what creates utility why do you have magic so you can buy the nfts the nft heroes why do you need the nft heroes so you can engage in different levels of the gameplay so there is so it this isn't like a solution this is not like a token like yet another for a tomb fork that you can use to do nothing with except yield farming on it on the own on its own website like like in game five you have an underlying substrate of the game space that if you if you as a player Except that you want to play that now that game space has utility aside from the t- outside of the tokens and now the tokens are a representation of the flow of that utility in that space that you already have bought into so it's not a solution looking for a problem it's the 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 the, the studio has created the context for the utility the utility and then the representation of the tokenization of that utility which is a very valuable stack to have because if you're missing any one of those pieces, you don't have anything. So they're able to bring to the, the players, the users, that stack and say, Look, here yeah. we, we give you this. And so that is pretty compelling um, to, uh, to to get people in.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So it was an amazing show. Um, I just have one more question for you. All right, hang
1: on one second, Wait. give me one second, Chizzy. I got I've got to go do something right. Yep,
0: weird thing. So bitcoin uh we had an amazing week um so we went from what is it february was uh february first wednesday we were at twenty two thousand nine hundred, and we jumped all the way up to twenty four thousand two hundred forty six. so if i if, if if you had to put money on where are we at next week where's so, bitcoin at seven days from right now 9 30 next friday where, where's bitcoin
1: so just, you and I talked about this earlier. So we, you know, not maybe, you know, maybe we have a viewer or two, I don't know, maybe we're just talking to each other. So we're just in the four, same conversation. So. Four, well, <laughs> so. thank you. Thank you, bots. Um, so, um, yeah, so, w- you know, we, so in the show with, uh, with Sean earlier today, where yes. we were going through TA, you know, he's very, very clear the numbers that TA says that we've got probably another 30% to go down um within the first quarter yeah. second early second quarter you've got another 30 to go down um and so you know you brought up some you brought up some very valid uh um reasons why it, we may not go down and and i find yeah. i'm persuaded by them so for example it and it even relates to some of the, the the information that sean showed where he was showing that institutional that large that the the knowledgeable money has left the Bitcoin space. Yeah. And so the rebuttal to that then is if Bitcoin is holding over 23 fairly consistently for a week, and I think a couple of weeks ago, we said, if it holds over 21 or 22, if it can hold that for a couple of closes, you know, then yeah. maybe we've, we've, we've established some resistance. So if what has said is true, that the large, smart, informed money has left and is leaving, yet the prices remain stable above what we previously established as a resi- what our hypothesis was, would as a resistance, then that tells that suggests that it really shouldn't go any lower because there's no more big money to leave, yep. and unless something happens to make a huge number of small retail investment leave, which I mean there's always there's always black swans, but unless there's something that's going to happen to a lot of people that 23 feels like it's got some pretty strong legs under it. There'd be no reason for it to drop any further. Um, We've already taken big hits. So, but I don't see, I don't see it going much high. Like there's no reason for it to go any higher either. So.
0: Well, I I don't know. So so to me, it was, it's kind of like the, 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 to me, the bottom was definitely in November because we had the, the the second largest exchange in the world, FTX and the, the biggest crypto hedge fund alameda go down like what could possibly a freaking nuke would have to go off to get us any any lower than that i just can't say especially being now if we were still at 15 i would say okay like maybe the um the like another hedge fund would would go down or something get us down to, to that number but being back at 23 something drastic would have to happen to me the 10k sounds a lot like the 100k that i was hearing from pomp and those guys yeah, like it's this k just really sounds so far fetched, and it kind of like being sixty nine thousand and then being fifteen. I mean, I'm not exactly sure the the number percentage between those, but it looks pretty close. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like it's almost identical, and we didn't get the blow off top, so I do not think we're gonna get the blow off bottom. I think the, the four year cycle remains, and I think people are starting to realize that that the bears are kind of like okay, let it's it's when it's, if we go lower, it might be twenty k, twenty one k. But I just don't see nineteen k. I yeah. don't see eighteen k. And Sean will probably call me call me crazy. But I think the bottom is in, and I think the our 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 local low is probably going to be twenty one thousand with a huge bounce coming off of that.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I find it hard to argue with any of that. Like it's that's that is pretty compelling. Like when you when you look at, um, like I just keep going back to the fact that like you said we had a we had two catast we had terra which felt at the time like was an enormous catastrophe and it certainly took a lot of wind out then we had ftx which was like an order of magnitude greater than than terra in terms of catastrophe and yeah. yet we didn't see a commensurate drop um given that given that second blow that the whole space took it held up it was it was still resilient um, yeah. And so I can't imagine what it would take to make that, that like you, I can't imagine what it would take to, to uh, bring us down to 12. A uh, nuke, right? Yeah. No, ex- ex- exactly. Exactly. So Taiwan, you know, say, maybe
0: China yeah. going into Taiwan, maybe, you
1: know, but again, see the, the TA, even the, even the most ardent believers of TA will tell you that TA can never predict black swans. Yes. Right. So there's, there's nothing in the machinery that makes sense. That would drive the price. and, comparing to past cycles, if this is being held up, if this number is being buoyed by primarily retail holders, maybe some small whales, um, you know, true believers, if that group is what's holding this price up, that's very similar to the group that was doing it in the last cycle and the yeah. cycle before. And so again, if it's if it's the sort of, um, the more mainstream investors and the more um, institutional money that has gone out and is on the sidelines then we've got no way to go down farther like it has to it has to there's only money waiting on the bench to come back into the game they yeah. haven't left they have not left the stadium yet so yeah. um I, yeah i'm i'm with you shizzy i'm 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 persuaded i'm persuaded and like
0: it. i think there's a lot of people like me who are just too stupid to sell we're just like we're just gonna ride this 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 wave all the way up like i'm just i'm just not I don't care. Like, I just don't care. It can go to it can go to 7, 8K. I'm not selling. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. in this long term. I, I have a 10-year a ten, mindset. Like, I'm in this for financial freedom, no, nothing else. Like, to me, I, I, I'm either going to be rich or poor. There is no middle for me. I do not want middle class. Thanks. I do not want that. So I'm going to hang in here until it goes to zero or it goes to a million, and yeah. that's it. I don't want no anything
1: else. I think despite despite our, our our perhaps temporary or short-term disagreement with Sean, I think that's I think he completely agree. He'd be yeah. like, look, the the technicals, the the TA says that over a long horizon, yeah. this is going to be enormously valuable. And so, yeah, if it goes down to twelve, if it goes down to seven, honestly, compared to where it will be in that longer-term horizon that is meaningless. That's a meaningless amount. That's a meaningless number. It doesn't, doesn't matter. So you could buy in now. And if it, if it halves, if it goes down to 10, doesn't really matter because on the timeline, maybe you're looking at, you know, paying for college, um, in five years and seven years for your kids or 10 years for your kids or whatever, you're operating on a completely different scale that even these dramatic, um, swings, they don't, they don't really matter at all. You might look at it and say, "Oh, I lost, I lost seven thousand dollars overnight." Yeah, but that's um... so. I, I, think Sean would agree. You know, looking over that long, and that's the horizon that he says he's looking at for real. I mean, that's that's what he's playing is that that very long term.
0: And this day and age too, like if if I do lose it all, I mean, you can take Harvard Business Classes on YouTube. So, I'm hey, there. you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Make it make it all back that way for sure. Yeah, there you
0: go. Well, man, it was an amazing episode. I really appreciate you joining me, as always, man.
1: As always, thank you very much, Shizzy. no This is uh, this is good. We got we had we had a lot uh we had a lot to cover. I mean, hopefully, okay. hopefully, we didn't just chew up everything. Like, there's nothing else, folks. Like, that's all there is to talk now. <laughs> we, we, we got well, more coming up.
0: Yeah, well, this was, this was this was really fun, and um I think we you know we're. We definitely, um, definitely had some hiccups, but I think you know as, as we're getting better every show. And I thank anyone, every any and everyone who's who's with us watching, listening. We will be. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on on Twitter. You can, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next
1: Friday at eight thirty. Right. Yeah, she's okay I, with I, that. I, I think it's only the bots that noticed that they and they don't care if, if they can't hear us, they're they're fine okay. if we're on mute. They're, they're yeah, on
0: mute. as long as they're here, as long as there's yeah. somebody here.
1: That's right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: it. Right. It says four, it says four. I'm happy. Thank you, my four people. I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's sure. a third world country laughing at us like stupid right. Americans. No, I've,
1: I've got I've got four old PCs over here on my other desk. <laughs> is that what all, it is? Okay, all, all, all <laughs> watching us. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll get a we'll get a guest
1: for next week right try try for a guest i hope so
0: um, <laughs> alrighty i'll see you next week
1: all right Shizzy and folks we'll see you next week